Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about why we should rely on the Bible. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about if the Bible is worth our trust. You know, how can we know anything of eternal importance if we don't know what to trust? You know, once we know what our source is, once we have a reliable source of guidance, the rest is pretty straightforward. The rest is just application. You know, granted that application isn't always easy. And from time to time, we won't always agree on what that application should look like. But once we have an accurate source, we know where to turn when we do disagree. So can we trust the Bible? Can the Bible be that reliable source for everything we need to know when it comes to righteousness and salvation. You know, more than any other religion, Christianity claims that it's more than a set of wise guidance or even another depiction of the afterlife. The gospel, it's more than that. The gospel is a description of historical events. You know, at the core, Christians claim that something extraordinary happened. You get something evident, something real, something historical. We know that there is a man named Jesus who had been born to a virgin, physically walked this earth while performing miracles that confounded his contemporaries, only to be rejected by the people of his time and crucified without cause. We proclaim that, and we proclaim it as a historical event, not as a, a motivational story or a wise proverb. Jesus rose from the grave, and he offers the same opportunity to us. We believe that is historical fact. If we can't trust that the Bible is an accurate depiction of history, then nothing else matters. Now, following the advice of scripture, loving your neighbor, guarding your tongue, being generous, those may end up helping you feel a sense of fulfillment, might help you build stronger relationships. But ultimately, if the death, burial, and resurrection isn't reliable, then everything else is meaningless. The Bible becomes just another self-help book on the shelf. So can we conclude confidently that these things are true and that the Bible, in fact, reveals the word of God? We're going to start from the beginning and ask a series of questions that we need to confidently answer all of them yes, if we can say that this book that we hold in our hands is reliable. And for those who believe that this is the word of God, hopefully this will give you the encouragement you need to dive into it and apply it in your life. But for those of you who are skeptical, this won't answer all of your questions, but hopefully it will give you a starting point to investigate more. So first, in order to trust the Bible, we have to know that when it was written, it was written by people who believed what they were saying and were reliable and could be trusted with what they were saying. So our writers like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are they reliable sources to stake our eternity on? And we can talk about the miracles of Jesus individually, but there's one in particular uh, that is pretty important. And that's the resurrection, of course, of the Son of God. If the writers of the Bible were wrong about that, the rest of what they had to say doesn't matter much. If Jesus is still dead, he can't be the Savior I'm looking for. And we can go through 
a careful historical analysis that would show that what happened at Jesus' tomb wasn't a hoax or deception or, or mass hallucination uh, with his followers. He was guarded in a tomb for three days, after which uh, he would have been already rotting. And then after that, he was seen walking by many witnesses. And they confidently went out and they proclaimed that they found his tomb empty and saw the risen Jesus, even at the risk of their own lives. And they corroborated that assertion with evidence. And so their passion, their zeal for sharing this news, despite all the consequences, indicates they had no motive to lie. And their eyewitness accounts that describe real historical events and, and real people and real places in real times indicates that they were sharing something that was historically reliable. Second, in order to trust the Bible, we have to know if the Gospels and the letters that make up the canon of our New Testament are the best sources there are, and if there's other inspired works that aren't included in this book that we can read each and every day. Were there other Gospels out there telling a different but equally reliable story about Jesus? Our best tool here is history. And the question we ask is, well, what did the earliest Christians trust? They seem to have it figured out. What did they trust as their source of information? And the only Christian books dated confidently to the first century are the very ones that make up our New Testament. Most of them were already recognized by Christians as authoritative by first century's end. And it wasn't until about 100 years later that other documents started showing up that offered substantially different teachings from the New Testament. You know, the earlier documents... They were recognized as reliable witnesses to Jesus' life and his teachings. And while there's other reasons that can explain why our Bible contains what it contains, this is a sufficient one. You know, our New Testament is what was accepted by the first century church, and it's able to equip the 21st century church as well. Third, okay, so the original sources are reliable. They were written by qualified eyewitnesses who describe real, concrete history, and we have the authoritative, inspired word of God through their gospels and their letters. But were those accurate original sources accurately copied? As with most other ancient books, the physical pieces of paper that this was pinned on no longer exists. They're lost to history. But unlike most other ancient documents, we have thousands of other ancient writings on papyrus and vellum and parchment with original language text copied from each book of the Bible, around 5,400 distinct pieces where that contain the New Testament, many going back to the first three centuries. That's far more than other, other documents that historians will regularly cite as reliable renditions of the original text. And so by comparing ancient copies of New Testament content with each other, we find a remarkably stable history of copy making, which makes us trust what's in this book. For a few passages, there's genuine doubt about the original text, as reflected in a relatively large number of variations in the translations. But the vast majority of these variations are minor. They're not affecting how we ultimately understand the Bible. And translators are confident that what they are translating is what the original author wrote. So finally then, are our Bible translations accurate? Is the final product that we hold in our hands 
the real deal. Yet sometimes we get caught up in the few differences between versions of the Bible, and we fail to see the incredible consistency between them. You know, there's only a small percentage of content that's proven legitimately difficult or controversial to translate. And most translations are going to note that in the footnotes for you. And when in doubt, we can always go back to the original language. But Christians can confidently say that there's not one major tenet of our faith that rests on a disputed or uncertain passage. We can always return to the original language to be certain, but rest assured that we know what the Word of God says and what it means as we read the book in our hands. Now, I said that what we're discussing in these just a few minutes it wasn't going to be sufficient to change minds. You know, there's far more evidence and insight than what I offered about why this book is the greatest we'll ever hold. But in the end, deciding whether the Bible is reliable is actually about a far more important question. And that is, am I ready to trust Christ? John wrote towards the end of his gospel that Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. If we aren't ready to trust Jesus, we can always find a reason to deny the Bible and to deny him because the Bible tells us about the extraordinary expectations God has for us, an expectation to give our life over to him. The events that are described in this book, they're reliable, and they are written that we might believe and have life, but we have to accept that life, and we have to choose to accept that life. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Ruta Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rutadaily.com right now.